the school is out. Which means it's time for Hi Kids. Hello and welcome. This is Hi Kids for Kids by Kids. My name is Lexi Abramson and I'm 11 years old. Coming up on Hi Kids today, I'll be talking to Bev Demelin, a pharmacist. Also in the show, I will have a Hi Kids riddle to challenge your thinking. Here are the details if you have any questions for my guest or if you want to answer the riddle or if you just want to say hi. The SMS number is 34519 and it's charged 1 Rand 50 cents. You can send me a WhatsApp on 062-148-2374 and please sign your name. Get ready for an interesting show on Hi Kids today, right after this. You're listening to Hi Kids on 101.9 Hi FM. Hello, babe. Oh, sorry. Babe, yeah, hello. Hello. How are you today? Well, thank you. And you? Good, thanks. Good. Should we go straight into your questions? We can. Okay. Can you please explain to us what a pharmacist does? Okay. A pharmacist dispenses medication that is either prescribed by a doctor or if somebody comes into the pharmacy, I work in a retail pharmacy, so there are different places where pharmacists can work. Coming to a retail pharmacy, somebody might come in with a sore tummy or a headache and we might be able to give them something to help them. Otherwise, it was is something that the doctor has written out for something that they've been to consult the doctor about. Yes. And what do you have to study to become a pharmacist? And how many years does that take? I'm not sure how many years it is at the moment. It's a BSc degree. So you would probably have to study... Um, You would possibly for school do mathematics, science, biology probably, and botany. Because botany is a study of plants and many medicines come from plants. And biology is a study of the human body and medicines work on the human body. So I'm not sure how long it is today. It might be a, a, it's basically a BSc farm. So you would do a basic BSc probably, I would imagine, three to four years. I'm not sure if there's a practical period of time at this point. It's changed over the years. I'm not really sure what is available right now. And it's studied at a university. Right. And what subjects do you need to take at high school if you want to do pharmacy at university? Probably science, maths, biology, most probably those, um, because those are the things that you're going to use in your study of pharmacy, the the pharmacy profession and the pharmacy um, actions of medicines. You'd have to know botany and biology and that kind of thing. And what do pharmacists work? Can they only work in pharmacies? There are, they can work in pharmacies. There are pharmacists who work in hospitals, perhaps in a hospital dispensary. So if you're admitted to hospital and you need a medicine or they need to put up a drip, the doctor orders the drip, they send down to the pharmacy in, in the, in the hospital and then they send the drip or the medication up to the ward. That's one aspect. Or there are clinical pharmacists who work in hospitals and they work with doctors. So they would do, that's especially in teaching hospitals, I would imagine, where they go with a doctor and they see the patients and they discuss what they should do for the patient and what medicines that they give. There are also pharmacists who work in manufacturing and in research. So there's a lot of scope in research if people are interested in research in pharmacy because there's new medicines being discovered and all the time. 
And then, as I say, there's retail pharmacies, which is what I do. And there's also distribution pharmacy, for example, where from where they get the drugs from the manufacturers and they send them out to the distributors and then it's sent to the pharmacies. And all pharmacy medication has to be under the direct supervision of a pharmacist at all times. So there are a lot of scope for pharmacists in the various sectors of pharmacy. Wow. And what does a pharmacist do every day in their job? Well, in my job, what I do is I um, mainly get prescriptions from patients, uh, from patients who've seen the doctor, and then I dispense the medication for them, and I explain to them that this is their antibiotic, and this is for pain, etc., whatever the doctor has prescribed. There are also patients who get medicine every single month, um, that which what we call chronic medication that they have to have all the time. So it might be a cholesterol problem. It might be, well, it depends on, on the person, how old they are, how young they are. And then I would do their medication for them. Other than that, I... Um, Collect the, I check the stock that comes in from the wholesalers. I order stock again and send out more, you know, like order it and make sure that we've got enough stock holding of everything and send that out. And then I counsel patients that in retail pharmacy, the, the, the biggest thing is the interaction with the patients because you are counseling them. They want to know what's the doctor given them, why they've given it to them, or they've got a headache and why they've got a headache and what should they take and what should they do. And that kind of thing. So there's a lot of um, interaction with the public in retail pharmacy, especially in the other sectors of pharmacy, not. Mm. <laughs> I keep saying I don't know why I say mm, it's just I just do. You can. It's fine. <laughs> and what's the difference between a pharmacist and a doctor? The doctor usually examines the patient. We as pharmacists don't actually usually examine the patient unless you come in with a little red mark on your foot and we want to see if you were stung by a bee or if it's just itchy or, you know, that that kind of thing. But, for example, if you had a sore ear, we wouldn't look in your ear. The doctor needs to look in the ear with his special little, um, whatever it's called, otoscope, to look in the ear. So the doctor usually examines the patient and diagnoses and says, right, I've looked in this person's ear. She's telling me it's very, very sore. I can see there's an infection in here. So I'm going to give you this medicine. You go to the pharmacist and they will give you the medicine to make your ear better. And that's how it works. So that's the difference basically where doctors diagnose and the pharmacists can do some diagnosing, but we're very limited in what medicines we're allowed to prescribe. So I can't, for example, give you an antibiotic if I think you've got an ear infection. You have to know. You have to know, and I'm not allowed to, according to the pharmacy council, I'm not allowed to give you an antibiotic, as an example, without a prescription. Because all medicines are scheduled, okay? Okay. Ranging from schedule naught, which is like what you call an unscheduled thing, something you could just buy over the counter for a headache or something, up to the schedule six drugs, which are much more... Um, Potent, or they work on the brain and whatever, and we are restricted as to what we are allowed to prescribe. We are only allowed to give um, out freely Schedule Nought One and Two, and Schedule Three we are allowed to give under restriction, and f- from Schedule Four onwards we are actually not allowed to give it without a prescription from a doctor or a specialist or, or whatever. <laughs> well, we're going to go into a quick song and we'll be right back. Okay. You're listening to Hi Kids on 101.9 High FM. 
that song was A Friend Like Me from Aladdin. My name is Lexi Abramson and this is Hi Kid and this is the Hi Kid Show. My guest is in studio t- today and it is and she is the one and only Bev D- Damelin. I can't Damelin, am I right? Damelin. Okay. <laughs> Damelin. So let's go right back into your questions. Okay. Are pharmacists allowed to give our medication without a doctor's prescription? Some medications, yes. But medications from Schedule 3 upwards, from Schedule 3, we're very limited. We can give you, say, a five-day supply if you've fallen and hurt your leg and your leg is very sore. We can give you a few tablets to go on with to see if it doesn't fix it. But from Schedule 4 upwards, we need to have a doctor's prescription. And why did you decide to become a pharmacist? Well, basically, my dad was a pharmacist, and I used to go to the pharmacy when I was very little, and I enjoyed um, the what went on there, the chatting to the people, and I was very interested in the effect that medicines have on the body because every single medicine has an effect on the body. Everything you put in your mouth has an effect on the body. So it's um, I was interested in the interaction of, of drugs, we call it drugs or medicines, whatever you want to call it, and they work on the body in very interesting ways. And what is your favorite part of your job? My favorite part is if somebody comes in and says they've got a sore tummy and whatever, and I give them a, a, a not the sore tummy part, but I give them something to help their sore tummy, and the next day they come in and they say, oh, it was much better, my stomach's much better, and thank you very much for help. It's the helping people because a lot of people know very little about drugs, and um, even what I think sounds like quite a simple matter, they, they don't understand about swallowing drugs, about that you should take medication with water, lots of things. And I enjoy um, sort of teaching them what medicines do and helping them to get better after I've suggested they take a particular medicine for their problem. Wow, that's really a good answer. <laughs> <laughs> and what is the most difficult part of your job? Uh, that's quite a difficult thing. The most difficult part <laughs> is probably you have to stand a lot. Oh. You can sit, but you have to stand a lot because you, well, I'm very short. So I have to stand up anyway if I'm talking to somebody. But you have to, for example, type in the medication on the, the on the computer. So that's what I do. I type in the medication on the computer. Then I go to the shelf and I've got to take it off the shelf and put the label on. So I've got to walk around all over the dispensary. And if they're like three or four items, I've got to walk from here to there and there back back again. It's the standing because sometimes you can stand from 8 a.m. to whatever time, 3, 4, 5 o'clock. It depends on your particular hours. And that I find difficult for me personally, the physical part of it. But the rest of it I actually enjoy. Um, sometimes you get customers that are just plain crotchety. What does that crotchety mean? Crotchety means they're just irritable. They don't talk nicely to you. And But you have to remember that if they've come into the pharmacy they're probably not feeling well in any case. So you have to be very patient with them because they are, um, they're not patient with you because they're not feeling well. There are other customers who come in who just want a little chat <laughs> and just want to be told to help them feel a little bit better. They don't always need medication. Sometimes they do. And it's important that you interact with your patient, whoever they are, whether they're tiny Young, 
old, whatever, you need to understand that they have a problem right now. They have a sore toe, and their toe is very, very sore. Or their ear. Earache is very painful. A lot of little kids get earache. It's terribly, terribly painful. And you have to understand that they are really in pain. They may be crying and they may be carrying on, but you have to understand they really are in pain. And the best part is helping them to get over that. Well, you say got to keep standing a lot. That's quite a workout then. <laughs> yeah, it is a quite a workout. <laughs> and I've got a little um, step at work because I can't reach the top shelves. So I have a step class at the same time. So it's actually very good. I don't have to go to gym. <laughs> just got to go to work. Who yeah, needs to go to the to gym? Go to work. <laughs> yeah. Do you ha- do you have to work with other healthcare workers like dentists, dentists? And if so, who else? In the type of pharmacy that I do, which is retail, which is like when you the pharmacy that's on the corner or in the hypermarket or whichever pharmacy it is, I don't usually work with other doctors. You do sometimes have to call a doctor about something. Perhaps he would prescribe a medication. Maybe you can't read his writing. That happens. Or maybe that particular drug is not available. So you then have to call them and discuss it with them. But I don't really interact with them. So that would be doctors, um, dentists, anybody uh, in, the, in, the, in the medical profession. But me as, uh, as a pharmacist in my, my work, I don't have much interaction with doctors. I don't work with them like the, the pharmacists that work in the teaching hospitals where they work with the doctors closely, the clinical pharmacists. And do pharmacists only give medicine to humans or do they also give out medicine to animals? We sometimes can give medicines to animals. The problem with animals is that their digestive systems are completely different to our own. So I can't think to myself, oh, well, this is just a little doggy. He's only going to need a little bit of whatever. I don't know enough about the, the, the dog or the cat or whatever to actually dispense the medicines. We do sometimes get prescriptions from veterinary, um, from vets that we can do. Sometimes the veterinary products are not easily available to us through our usual suppliers. But if we get a prescription from a vet and we are able to get that medicine, we can certainly prescribe it for the doggies. We've got lots of doggies on antidepressants. Well, lots of sad doggies around. No, yes. We're gonna go into another song and we'll be right back. Okay. You're listening to Hi Kids on 101.9 Hi FM. This is Hi Kids for Kids by Kids. My name is Lexi Abramson and I'm 11 years old. Just a reminder that our riddle today was what loses its head. What loses its head in the morning but gets it back at night? If you know the answer, then send me an SMS on 34519 or WhatsApp on 062-148-2374. We'll be wrapping up the riddle very soon. So let's finish off your questions. Oh, I'm ready to... I really am interested today about pharmacists. Okay, good. <laughs> What hours does a pharmacist work? It depends largely on what kind of pharmacy they're in. If it's in manufacturing, it would probably be a normal 8 to 5 kind of job where you would be supervising the, the 
making of the drugs and quality control and that. If it's in a retail pharmacy, which there are a lot of, the hours can be quite long. But usually they have shifts because very few people are able or prepared to work all the hours that a pharmacy is open, a retail pharmacy. Sometimes they open 7 a.m. and they open till 10 at night. So you're not going to get somebody who's going to work the whole day. They are open on public holidays. They are open on the weekends. All the pharmacies have different hours that they work at. So usually those that have very, very long hours, they have shifts. So you would do a morning shift or you do an afternoon shift, whichever suits you or however many shifts or hours per week. So it would largely depend on in which sort of uh, sector of pharmacy you are and in which retail pharmacy you are. And do you mix different ingredients together to make up certain medicine? We do a little bit of that, not very much. Um, before there was the production that there is today, we used to mix a lot of uh, medicines, but now we don't really because most of it is already manufactured as a complete medicine. The main thing we do is to take the tablets off the shelf, check that it's the correct one, that the strength is right and all that. So that we do most. Sometimes we would mix a cream. A lot of the skin things that they use on itches and that kind of thing. Sometimes we use a basic cream that you can buy over the counter and then we add a little something for your eczema or your itchiness or something like that. But we have to do that on the advice of the doctor from a prescription from the dermatologist. There are a few, um, we don't actually make up tablets. We don't do what it's called compounding. Compounding means making up a medicine from a whole lot of other things. We do very little of that and we don't manufacture tablets. We don't make tablets because a tablet has to be made exactly correctly because you're going to swallow it with water preferably. You should always take your tablets with water. You're going to swallow your tablets going to go down your throat, it's going to go into your tummy, and then it's going to go wherever it's got to go. So it's got to be dissolved. It can't dissolve too quickly. It can't dissolve too slowly. There, there are lots of things. It's got to taste nice, otherwise nobody's going to want to take it, and all that kind of thing. So we don't do compounding of tablets. We do sometimes creams, and sometimes a doctor will say, I want this a little girl to have some of this liquid and some of that liquid mixed together and she must take one spoon of that. So that sometimes we mix liquids together from two separate bottles, put it in one bottle and then they drink that. And also most of the antibiotics are in a powder form. So they stay in the powder form until you want to reconstitute it, which means until you want to mix it. So you would put it in the bottle, you would add the amount of water, shake it up nicely, and then it's ready for that person to take their medicine. Yes. And what advice would you give to someone wanting a career in pharmacy? It would depend on their interest. They would have to decide what part of pharmacy they'd like to be in. If they want to be in retail and um, have a lot of interaction with customers, then they they could do that, but they must know that the hours could be long, but there are also a lot of shift work to be done there. They may be very interested in research, in which case they could go to that. So it, it, it would really – it's a very nice profession. I've always enjoyed being a pharmacist. 
it's uh, it also depends. Do you want to own your own pharmacy? Because then there's all the managerial things that go with that. Or do you want to just work for somebody else? And, you know, it just depends on what you want to do. But it's a very, very nice career, I think. Um, but the pay is not great con- compared to what one can get in IT and that kind of thing. But it's a very different kind of profession. And it's quite versatile in that you could work an hour a day or two hours a day or eight hours a day, whatever you wanted to do. Especially for women, um, it's sometimes easier to work uh, flexi time because you're taking your children to school or you're taking them or they're at school in the morning and then you can work in the morning and in the afternoon you're free to take them to netball, soccer or whatever. And what else would you like children to know about what you do? Uh, about what I do? Not necessarily, but I'd like them to know about medicines. I'd like them to know that it is very important not to take somebody else's medicine. That's very, very important. So don't listen to George's Marvelous Medicine. Don't listen. Well, George's Marvelous Medicine is a fabulous story. You can read it. But please do not take a tablet that was not prescribed for you or given to you because there are lots of tablets. Some can have very serious side effects. Don't take medication that you don't need, but do take medication if you need it. And then you must take it properly as advised or as determined by the actual medicine. Some medicines you have to take once a day. Some you have to take three times a day for a short period of time. So it all depends. So um, not so much what else I would do, what else I do, but it's important that medicines are um, can be extremely dangerous, but they're also very, very helpful. When you are sick, you need a medicine. And the right medicine for you is perfect, but it's not necessarily your your auntie's medicine that she takes for her pain in her tummy is not good enough for you. <laughs> and before we finish with your questions, mm. do you have any shout-outs for any friends or family? No. <laughs> I don't, nobody knows I'm here oh, that I'm aware of. <laughs> <laughs> Secrets. But before we go into the sun, mm. I just want to remind that our riddle today is What loses its head in the morning but gets it back at night? Do you have any idea, Bev? A sunflower, maybe? No, that's the other way around. We'll find out later, soon, very mm-hmm. soon. But if you know the answer, then send me an SMS on 34519 or WhatsApp on 062-148-2374. We'll be wrapping up the riddle right after this. You're listening to High Kids on 101.9 High FM. That song was Be Our Guest from Beauty and the Beast. This is High Kids for Kids by Kids. My name is Lexi Abramson and I'm 11 years old. It's time to wrap up the riddle. Our riddle once today was What loses its head in the morning but get its ba- back but get its head back at night? The answer was a pillow. Sadly, no one actually is messed in for today. But there'll always be tomorrow. <laughs> this has been High Kids for Kids by Kids. My name is Lexi Abramson and I'm 11 years old. Join us tomorrow for another High Kids show where we'll be interviewing a town planner. Thank you to my producer Matthew and DJ Flo for pushing the big red buttons. Thank you, Bev Damelin, for coming into the studio today. And this has been High Kids 
and goodbye.